Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Melissa, this episode, we're going to talk about the Self-Awareness Journey book. I don't want to. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's going to be an awesome episode. I don't want to. You can't make me. (laughs) <laughs> well, for a little history, let's lay out the timeline of this this book, this idea of the book. Um, Good idea. In a previous episode, you know, we covered yours and my history of chorology, right? Mm-hmm. We did chorology together for years. Then after we shut that down, we both went back to our regularly scheduled programs, yep. which was me running tightrope, you uh, doing the authentic leader. Um, and we didn't really see each other for like a year. Right. I mean, a little bit, but not like we had, right? right. Exactly. Um, and then I remember when we got back together, you told me you had started working on a book. And that was kind of like the early self-awareness journey stuff. Yes. Is that right? Am yeah. I remembering that right? Yep, yep. And and I should also say that writing a book was sort of the culmination of all sorts of things. Um, from the time I was young, people would tell me, oh my goodness, you should write a book. And I had a lot of I mean, so for a really long time, people said, oh, you should write a book, you should write a book, you should write a book. And then I was part of the John Maxwell team for years, and that was Mm -hmm. just waves of book writing were going through that that group. You know, like, Mm. oh, this is the thing to do. So there was like a lot of, there were a lot of factors, not just the timing of me thinking I should get my thoughts out, but all these pressures that had been kind of building. That's interesting. So you sat down, you know, here you are, roll up your sleeves, start writing a book. To me, that sounds pretty intimidating, (laughs) but, um, so what did you do? Like, how did you like talk, tell, tell me about like how, when you decided that you're going to write that book, what did you do? How did you start like blank piece of paper? Let's go. No, like no. Um, romantic author no. style. <laughs> yeah, right, you know? right. I got my... my That's what cr- everyone thinks. Like, I just sat down with a big piece of paper and all just wrote it out. And a crow quill <laughs> and an ink jug. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, this, is even, this is even more interesting because now that you're asking me this question, I never even thought of it until now, but uh, I put it out in the universe. I said, if I'm supposed to write this hmm. book, then I would like a sign. And immediately, within my within two days, um, I got a LinkedIn ping from a publisher, and I get those frequently, mm. by the way. So it's not like it was the single time, but there was something about <laughs> this one that I was like, "Oh my gosh, uh, that you know, this must be this must be it." I was looking for a sign, and this this publisher has a model that is a great model. I really like the publisher; he's got a good personality and. And it seems like it's a really easy mm-hmm. project. And he is suggesting that you can actually finish a book in like 12 weeks. So mm. in addition sounds to- Sounds awesome. It's, uh, what could go wrong? 
<laughs> By the way, don't ever ask yourself that question. <laughs> yeah, so so I got into his program and he had weekly calls and and his program I still to this day say is fabulous. I've had two clients that I've referred there and both of them have published books. Hmm. So the process was great. So so you're working on this process um, and but you didn't get yours published. No, right? you didn't I hated get it, it done yet. I hated right? it. I hated it. And <laughs> what? Why did you hate it? Because I you, hate my, at that moment. <laughs> what did you hate? My personality is one that does not like to be told what to do. I'm not proud of this fact. It's mm. just an is thing. And um, I felt that so there were all these warring competing feelings so the external stuff was this is a great process it came exactly when i asked for it everybody's been telling me that this is an easy thing i should no they didn't say it was easy they kept telling me you should write a book and and so all of these outside factors made me feel like it should be easy the inside okay my feelings though were in complete opposition to that from the very start i've i um, something inside of me just said this doesn't feel right. I can I can describe it no other way than that. It just doesn't feel right. But I ignored it. I ignored this. I ignored my feelings. And yeah, um, the tried and true method. The, exactly the tried and true method of ignore <laughs> what's coming up for you and go do something to replace it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so so I so, just felt like it really wasn't it didn't feel right even from the start. And so you you kind of tried to get go, get through it and then what you then you just yeah. stopped. So like, I mean, I really did push it. I the book was to be 8 chapters. I finished the majority of all 8 chapters. I had probably 20% of the book left. Um hmm. and I just could not make myself finish. I just couldn't do mm -hmm. it. So I just stopped. Yeah. Then you and I started working on other stuff, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe that was that was maybe the stop, right? Like when when we started talking about the self-awareness journey. Yeah. And making this podcast and making teachings then mm -hmm. the idea of the book just went away, right? Yeah. For a little while. For a long like while. Just like started, over a year. Started making content. So it's the same content. It's the same idea. It's the same stuff. Yes. Like the stuff we talk about, the podcast, the video, all the videos, that's all the same stuff. Yes, exactly. So what's interesting is in one medium, I would say, book writing, uh, it was hard, and in another medium, just podcast, it was easier for you. Like, yes. what do you think was? Ha what do you think? Why do you think that is? What was happening there? I feel like the difference between writing a book and collaborating uh, with you and and co-creating. Hmm. Um, I think that the work that you and I do, it's based on ideas. Those ideas are vetted out through mm -hmm. a little bit of thinking, but most of the idea then is then created through our feelings and the energy that's, that is created through our working together. In writing a mm -hmm. book, it's all 
analytics. It's all in your head. And finding that feeling breadcrumb to attach to that mental body is really challenging for me. It was for me. I think that's the big mm-hmm. difference is the well, book was all by myself and it was all in my head, like coming from my heart, you know, it, I just didn't trust that it was going to be the same energy. I didn't trust mm. that it would be. Wow. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff in there. That I you know. Just said. Uh, <laughs> well, the first thing I would, I would know it is the the co you said co-creation right mm-hmm. which i think is really interesting because um you know both you and i have had business partners you know, i'm going to talk almost in the context of business because i think yeah 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 business entrepreneurship is is still is creation and creative yeah um, definitely but this the idea of this like solo entrepreneur that can just like bootstrap themselves up to amazing success mm-hmm. is is like a fantasy it's like to me it's false it's like a, yep. a few people have done it you know mm-hmm. but it's not the norm having a totally business agree. partner is amazing because of co-creation yes and it's a very powerful force and when it goes well it goes really well yes <laughs> When it goes bad, it can go really bad. Really as bad. Probably discussed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there is something when people come together to create. I it's it's really powerful. Yes. Um, yeah. And you know, we talk about that a bit. How you and I have a bit of that spark mm-hmm. together, and right, and it, it it's great. Right. Um. And the idea that someone can will themselves somehow to do work just as a solo activity is is uh is sometimes like sensationalized i guess maybe i i totally agree i totally agree and and i would still say that anybody who does make it on a solo that is singly known what's just what you don't know is all the legions of people behind them that have made it possible yeah so it's almost perspective. It wasn't actually a solo endeavor. <laughs> no, yeah. no, not at yep. all. Yep. Uh, okay, so so we started creating stuff, right? We started the self awareness journey, and we and and we started making stuff. Uh, so we've been doing that almost nine months. I was looking at the calendar. Oh, like was we've been it? working out for like nine months, right? Yeah. Okay. Do we start in March? I have no maybe idea. Earlier, maybe a year. I don't yeah, know. I don't either. I it's, never t- keep track of time. It's I'm a, around a year. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I, you know, transparently, we do the podcast. We do these video teachings. We do this stuff on LinkedIn. We've done a blog. We have a website. We're trying to build a tribe of like-minded people that like talking about this stuff. But we don't really have much of a plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's an art project. It's an art project. You're right. It's an art project. So so whenever we sit down to make a plan, we get all wrapped <laughs> around the axle. Like, <laughs> like we can't even I know. do anything. Which, um, by the way, is, you know, and is the, that, by the way, is validating my whole fear of staying in my head too much. 
Well, I was going to say it's terribly ironic since both of you are, both of us are basically in the strategic planning business. Exactly right. (laughs) And I enjoy that. I love, I love the business. People literally hire you to make plans, yet you can't make your own. Exactly. This is, this is not a good commercial for you, actually. (laughs) I think we should stop the podcast. Look at the time. Stop listening. I need to hang (laughs) up. I gotta go. Oh. Well, I think most, you know, for a variety of reasons, we purposely are are staying out of planning on this little project. And, right. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. It's an intentional but, choice. But sometimes we sit down and we say, okay, what what are we going to do next? Right. right. So a few months ago, before the holidays, we sat down and said, okay, we got a podcast. We got these video lessons. We, we're doing this LinkedIn stuff. We're not quite sure you know, what resonates with people, what's helping. We're just throwing stuff out there in the universe. And we're thinking, what should the next little chunk of this project be? Mm -hmm. And I don't know who suggested it. It was probably me. I said, hey, maybe we should finish that book. No, it wasn't. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Was it? What? Oh, you remember? Okay, because we were. I me. think we were at my office. Yes, we we're, were. We were planning things. Yeah, we yep. were at the high top, uh, and we even had the big screen going, and we were going to do some strat planning. We definitely were. And what had happened is one of my clients said, "Oh my gosh, I really want to write this book. I have the whole book in my head. I just need. I don't know how to do it." And I said, well, I have a really good person for you to talk to that I very much trust. I have not finished my project, but that's not on them. That's on me. And, And so this client went into that process and finished a book in eight weeks. Wow. And so during coaching, this client is like, Melissa, why don't you just get back? You should do it. How come you're not doing it? Well, how far are you? Well, how Mm. much would it take for you to finish? And I was like, well, look at how well he's doing. Maybe I was just in my head too much when I was doing it last time, and I should enter into the Mm -hmm. experiment again. Maybe I should give myself some grace and and try it again. Yeah, and here we are. We've made, you know, nine months worth of other content. You should have, you know, right? Like, it all makes sense. That's logical. And we had built so much around the self-awareness journey. Like, I felt so good about the energy around it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just thought, So we decided, yeah. So yeah, so we decided that our next shippable project for the self-awareness journey was to get that book out. Right. Right. (laughs) Don't, you're spoiling the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, so we... uh, I went into organized mode, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, like, what do you got here? Let's dive into this. <laughs> like, I like pulled out all the chapters. I organized all the ideas. I I started doing that, and then you started writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, it felt like there was some good movement. There was, yeah. Right. I don't know how it felt for you, but at first, I was like, okay, we'll collect all the stuff, and then, and then, uh, we'll get going. And but it didn't last very long. No, it was right before the holidays. And one of the processes of this of this publisher is that you write every day for you time block, you write for an hour. Mm -hmm. And um, and I had a a really hard time actually getting into that even. But I convinced myself that Mm -hmm. it was just because it was I was really and I am very busy with 
coaching clients. So I was like, well, it isn't about the book. It's just about my open time. So I'm just going to keep pushing, pushing, mm -hmm. pushing. And somehow I actually did get myself into a flow where I felt, oh my gosh, look at this. And I think I nailed, because I basically took all that stuff, you helped organize it, and I basically started over. I basically mm. started over and I got into about the fourth or fifth chapter and I just hit a wall again. Yeah. Well, the, the writing every day, I think is a good technique, right? And like my favorite book, War of, The War of Art, talks about just write every day. It doesn't matter what you write, just write. You know, I think the publisher you're following, same philosophy, right? Um, but sometimes that doesn't feel right. You know, this idea that you should just plow through your work regardless of everything else might work for some people, but I don't think that's a, again, I don't think that's a universal, you yeah. know, and in some ways that might be pretty damaging. Especially when we've been developing the self-awareness journey like we have and becoming more and more mm -hmm. aware, being more self-aware of myself being more aware of my feelings, not pushing them away and replacing them with doing. Like there's been a huge shift for me yeah. in that. And so running back into this process, now with the added chirping in my head of, well, your, your customer just did it, how come you can't? You know, so there, the, mm. and just all sorts of competing narratives again about why I shouldn't be able to just do it. And I was right in that, why, why can't you? Why can't you just do that? Yeah. Like judging yourself. Big style. Comparing yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All the things that we know lead to, uh, yeah. you know, bad work and unhappiness. Totally. The other thing that happened was that project quickly became not our project, but your project. Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had much to contribute. After I organized it, yep. I didn't feel like I had much to contribute. Right. So it went back to a, like a solo project. Right, right. And you were also very busy with some of your other stuff. So we had, and we hit the holidays. So all these competing things happen in one right. spot. Yeah, my day job was really getting in the way. <laughs> and my day Budgeting job had gotten quieter for a little bit. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So I think all these things happen at so, once. Yeah. So that period of time was weird for us, right? I mean, for us as making the self-awareness journey, it, it was weird. It was like, I was busy. The holidays were kind of um, a little bit out of our routine, obviously out of our routine, I'll say. And then and then you were kind of working on this solo part of uh, the project. Right, feeling really So the energy lucky. for us got really weird. It did. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And it kind of came to a head yeah. this week. I mean, I think it took it this did. long. I think it took, it's, it's actually still this week, not last week even. But I feel like it, it took this long to, to unravel and then make itself known what was happening. Um, and being yep. more like, I think for me, the hardest part was, and I said this to you yesterday, I think the hardest part for me was being in that stage of, we didn't exactly know what we were gonna create next. I'm working on this thing that I don't really feel good about. 
you're really busy doing your other stuff too. And it just felt like the whole, the self-awareness journey was um, in a spot that was not, I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the feeling. And it scared me actually. I got fearful that something was really, really bad. Yeah, like I, you even asked me, do you still want to do this? I did. And yeah, I that like actually like I could feel that in my chest. Like, what do you mean? Do I still want to do this? Like, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> like, what? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just trying to figure like, out what to like, do, Melissa. Relax. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, but I think it was. I don't think that was an inappropriate question because I think the because the way you and I were engaged in this pr project together, mm -hmm. it was so. Um, the energy was so strange that that was a completely yeah. legitimate question. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I had one other deep insight. To no, I'd part. like to hear it. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> well, <laughs> like what I was, what, what it, like I, we talked about this and what it felt like a little bit was like towards the end of chorology, it almost have the same thing happened, right? Like, yes. like I had to yes. go focus back on tightrope and you were working on a solo thing. It's like almost that same, it, was. it probably wasn't nearly as intense, but it was just a little glimpse yes. of that. Yes. Yep. And, and that was super scary because, because neither one of us really liked that. <laughs> no. And in chorology, I think we worked so hard and we got all this content done and we were in this phase of trying to get customers, which is real normal in startups. Mm -hmm. um, here we are in the self-awareness journey. We've built all this content and we're in the place of looking for people to join our tribe. So the timing of it was also like, oh, this feels so familiar and so scary and I don't want that. And what if, what if, what if, instead of what is. Mm -hmm. So I really got myself, yeah. I really got myself upset. And um, it's super interesting because what happened after we had that conversation, and then we, and I thought it was a super good conversation. Like it was a very productive dialogue. And we both just said, well, let's, let's just leave this conversation. Let's think about, because you started asking about the book at that time. Well, yeah, this this like this was on Tuesday, right? On Tuesday, we were having our how do we move forward? Like, like we're still working on the book. Melissa's feeling like crap. I can't seem to engage in in making any content, right? We even decided like, hey, let's put the LinkedIn videos on hold for a while because I was just feeling overwhelmed, or either overwhelmed or disengaged. It was probably yeah. the second one. Yeah. Um. And so, like, here we are with a this project that's just doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. And so Tuesday yeah. we we're like, well, what are we going to, what are we going to do? We don't even know what to do. Yeah. So let's think about it. We'll re we'll regroup Thursday, which was yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we, we had some fun things happen yesterday, which we don't even have yeah. to. Oh, to and the parting thought on my, the, the parting thought on the Tuesday call though, when you and I were talking was, I think all I said, and I threw it out, not in a blamey way, but I just showed out, what if it's the book? Because I was like, what changed? What was the thing that changed? And the thing that changed was the book. Yeah. 
And so we had two days to think about what if it was, what if the problem is the book? Yeah. So right after that, you and I both have a mutual friend who is just an absolutely dear friend. And uh, occasionally, um, his name's Chris. And occasionally, Chris and I will have. We yeah, used I to think have, we can use this name. Yeah, we'll I don't think he'll mind. I think he'll be fine with that. Um, okay. Chris and Chris and he I said you, very nice things about him. <laughs> well, I'll have to remember to keep saying nice things now that his name's been mentioned. <laughs> but usually, Chris and I go and have pancakes together about once a month. And since um, since COVID, we haven't been able to, but we do still have Zoom meetings where we'll just kind of get to catch up. So just synchronicity. I had a Zoom conversation with him that same night, and uh, mm-hmm. I trust him with my life. And um, he and I have been through some stuff together too. And he's just such a dear man and such a good listener and and a good person to bounce things off of. And he just listened, and he said, "Melissa, this sounds because I was like, and I don't know what I should do about this stupid book. And JJ wonders if we should just stop this. I hate the book. I don't even want to do the book. And, and, um, but we're sort of stuck and we have all these, we could go, we should do this. We could do that. We should do this. We could do that. And he just listened and he was kind of smiling and shaking his head. Yes. Over, over the zoom screen. And finally, when Mm -hmm. I stopped and I'm, I talked a long time, I stopped and he said, you sound afraid. Hmm. And he said, do you remember when I was in a bad patch, you said the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. And I was like, stop it. <laughs> Don't throw my own stuff back at me. <laughs> quit, quit using my own advice against me. <laughs> um, but it was in that moment that I actually realized, oh, my goodness, I'm not. I'm not wrapped around the axle about what projects we're doing. I don't want to do a book. I've been hanging on to that stupid thing because I felt like I should. But in this in this conversation and in the start of the conversation with you that morning, I really didn't want to do the book and I was making myself wrong for it. My feelings were just so opposed to it. Mm. I was making myself really wrong for it. And then I was feeling afraid that since we were in this little lull of not knowing what to do, that somehow we were replicating what we had done before, which is not the truth at all. But th- yeah, I, w- I was right. so afraid of that. And it like all came crashing down at the sa- on the same day on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So yesterday when we had some other conversations that we were having and that was those were really fun conversations and we were laughing right before we hung up, you said, oh, by the way, how did you land after our conversation <laughs> on Tuesday? And I it was, was like, like an aside. <laughs> it was. It was like an aside. Very sneaky, very strategic. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I hate the book. I'm not doing it. And it was just as simple as that. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Well, I think that was that, you know, I wanted to talk about this as a podcast because I just thought it was so, I mean, it's, it's real, right? Yeah. That's what, I mean, we want to share, yeah. obviously, like yeah. our real stories and our real experience. Yeah. And, but I just thought, it was wonderful in many ways. Like everyone gets stuck on projects. It's, uh, it, and, and everyone, and even, even us who, you know, think about self-awareness all day, every day (laughs) get stuck having a 
shockingly low amount of self-awareness on some things. So um, this is great. I mean, it's, it's always great practice. And yeah, and uh, some of these things really sneak up on you in ways that you don't expect, right? Like these, uh, these past experiences, these past feelings, you know, that, that uh, you know, past companies, past things like it's amazing how they affect current projects. What was that? What was that fear acronym you used? You, you just yeah. threw it out there. False evidence appearing real. False yeah. evidence. Is, so just yeah, like, that is very true. That's a good thing to think about. Yeah, because I think in a summary for me, really what it was, was I was in my head so much and I had all these feelings that I wasn't really sitting with and trying to decipher at all because they scared me. Those feelings felt a little mm. too familiar and I didn't like how they felt. And so I decided I would just ignore them, even though I didn't think I was doing that. You know, I, I'm the queen of like justification. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But the fear mm -hmm. of something happening to our partnership or us being able to work together, which is ridiculous, but it was halting all sorts of creativity because I was getting in my head mm -hmm. about something that wasn't even real. So it was, it yeah. was a very interesting, like to come to that realization um, and humbly own it. You know, I feel good about mm -hmm. humbly owning it. Yeah. And I feel a lot better now. And now we're moving on from the book. <laughs> what <laughs> Everything book? Everything is right in the world. What book? <laughs> Screw the book. <laughs> <laughs> the book sucks. Well, <laughs> no one should, no one should be waiting on us for a book because after this, there's no way we're ever writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know that the other takeaway I think too is besides the obvious one, that's very obvious. I think to me, the other thing that's really important to think about is when you get yourself into some commitment and it's not going the way that you want, I think it's really important to ask yourself why. Why, why mm -hmm. isn't it going the way that you want? Is it a feeling that you're having that you're just not owning? Because that, I think that happens a lot. And then, you know what would have been really cool? If I could have given myself grace earlier in the process before my feelings got so amped up and just said, this just doesn't feel right and I'm gonna just own that. I'm gonna sit with that. Why doesn't it feel right? And just ask myself some questions and allow a commitment that I made allow it to be adjusted or stopped if it isn't in my best interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we can all reflect on that. I just as you said that I've ref I instantly can recall feeling like when I had a when I was working on a project that I committed to that wasn't going well and I decided to not do it. Yeah. The feeling after was so so much better. Oh, it's such and a relief. Things get done it, things get done anyway. It's not like I let the world down. We just figured it out in a different way. So exactly. I really like that yeah. advice. Exactly. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.